My name is David J. Harris, Jr. Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris, Jr. Show. Hello, friends and family from around the country and literally around the world. This is another episode with me, David J. Harris, Jr. And today, friends, we're going to get into everything that is about election integrity, the audits that's taking place in Arizona, uh, the, the recent statement from Brad Raffensperger of Georgia, what could be taking place there, and the expert that I've got for you guys today. She's no, uh, uh, she's not shy of the public eye. She rose re- literally uh, to prominence when President Trump invited her to be on his personal uh, team. She is a constitutional law attorney. She is now currently the chairwoman for the Election Integrity Alliance my special guest, Jenna Ellis Esquire. Jenna, my sister, how are you doing today? I'm great. So great to be back with you, David. It's been too long. So thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Love what you're doing. Love uh, having you on. And you are literally the expert when it comes to the Constitution. Constitutional law is your thing. And so many of my viewers, they want to know what is taking place. So I want to jump into uh, first what's taking place in Arizona. The audits, they're up. Uh, the, the, cam- the cameras are literally up for all the viewers to read and to see what's going on. The reality of what's taking place in the Arizona forensic audit is something that other states are also looking at with a very close eye. Some other state representatives have been there and they're saying we need this in our states as well. So before we get to what could happen once these audits prove what I believe we all know took place, there was not integrity in the last 2020 election. What can you tell us currently about where the Arizona audit stands? Yeah, well, this is obviously for transparency and for the truth to continue to come out. And so, um, as I told President Trump at the very beginning and continued uh, to tell him and as he has continued to champion, the truth is uh, ultimately what everyone should be looking for here. And so the fact that the Arizona audit has 24-7 cameras, they have these forensic experts uh, that are going in. Of course, the left is trying to shut this down in every way possible, and that should tell the American people Who is on the side of truth here? Because no matter what the truth is, we should all be seeking that. And so when the Democrats are the only ones that don't want the truth and the facts to come out and they want to suppress the transparency of the audit, that should tell you exactly what they are afraid of. And so, um, of course, more and more is coming out with the audit. And as you mentioned, David, representatives from a number of states have met with the Arizona uh, state legislature to inquire how the audit is progressing and how they can conduct an audit in their state. And this isn't just about the six uh, swing states that the Trump legal team, of course, I was part of that, uh, focused on in the aftermath of the 2020 election, where we saw the irredeemably compromised uh, election integrity issues that happened in that aftermath. And uh, the, the purpose of that, of course, in the very, very short time frame that we had was to encourage the state legislatures to reclaim their authority under the U.S. Constitution to select the manner in which presidential uh, electoral college delegates are chosen. But this matters even more than just the presidential election. Election law is given to the state legislatures. That's why H.R. 1 is so incredibly damaging. The Democrats want to take the power away from the states unconstitutionally, federalize everything. No, the states are going to stand up and they are saying absolutely not. We have to look into this. We have to find out what happened in 2020 so that we can correct this and moving forward, we can put in safeguards to make sure that it's easy to vote, hard to cheat. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, and it should wake every single American up that has any suspicion or any doubt of what took place in the 2020 election when it is all Democrats that are pushing against these audits. Uh, Bernie Carrick, that's also on uh, the alliance with you, he shared that he actually went to the facility. I was just showing some video. I'll pull that up again in a second. Uh, but he said that what he believes is that the Democrats are afraid of is that the results would be would be irrefutable. The way that they're handling this audit uh, from the color coordination of the individuals in each section, I'll pull that up right now. Uh, people can't get into certain areas if they're if, if they're wearing a different color. He shared that this is what casinos use to try to catch cheaters. We all know casinos are very very good at catching cheaters because they want to make sure that their money is uh, is not going anywhere. This is what's taking place. But if you listen to the mainstream media, if you listen to MSNBC, MSN, uh, Slate, if you listen to any of these other uh, left-leaning publications, they want to downgrade what's taking place in this audit like it is just some far-reaching attempt from far-right conspiracy theorists to try to uh, prove something that's not there. Yeah, and it reminds me of Hillary Clinton when she was testifying about Benghazi. So what does it matter now, right? That's what the Democrats (laughs) are trying to do to cover up what actually happened. And the American people are not going to let this go. President Trump is not going to let this go because he knows that the American people care about our elections, as we should. This is the most sacrosanct element of our constitutional republic to get to select and prefer our leaders. Unlike other countries where you have uh, people who rise into power either through heritage, by conquest, by other means, in the United States of America, we have such a wonderful system that no one is entitled to governmental power. It's only through we the people. And so we the people get to select and prefer our leaders, And then how our system works, of course, the state legislatures who are directly accountable to we the people, then they get to set the manner in which elections are conducted. But that has to be free and fair. And so what we've seen and what we have known from the very beginning is that the election process, the administration was corrupted and irredeemably compromised in at least six states. That can't ever happen again. And so as we look at the importance of this audit, why the Democrats don't want the truth to come out is one, they don't want to be held accountable. And there should be, and I think there will be prosecutions when all of this comes to light. But second, they want to continue to cheat. They want to continue to corrupt future elections. And they don't want the state legislatures to actually have the backbone to say, we're going to put safeguards in place. And that's exactly what these states are now doing, even including my home state of Colorado, which is Democrat led. But um, the state legislatures, they're the ones actually the legislators met with the state of Arizona and said, we may need to conduct an audit in Colorado. And people, you know, the Democrats, of course, are going, well, why? Nothing happened in Colorado. But Colorado was one of five states that prior to 2020 actually had a universal vote by mail. Why do we have that? Should we still have that? What about uh, transparency for all the citizens like myself that still vote in Colorado? Every state all 50 states should be conducting audits and should be considering where are the weaknesses, where are the breakdowns, what about ballot harvesting, signature matching, ID checks, all of this, purging our voter rolls, looking at the machines, everything that they're doing. They should be asking these questions. How can we make sure to better secure our vote? The Democrats don't want that. No, they don't. It's pretty It's pretty uh, uh, interesting, the audacity that the Democrats have to label things like strict voter ID laws as racist. They want to say that it hurts and harms black people. Uh, They want to call racist on everything that they don't want. Yet when they've got their own 
commander in chief right now. It basically, it was, was what, what Biden is when they've got Biden in there and his son, who is literally caught using the N-word in uh, text messages. And you've got Mr. You ain't black, Joe Biden. Um, they, they don't want to say a thing about it. It's just, you know, it's it's label everybody else exactly what they are. But but don't acknowledge anything for for me as a member of the black community, for somebody to say that my community, the black community, it's hard for them to vote if they have to produce an ID. That's racist. It's disgusting. And uh, there's no black person alive that I know anybody that any any person of any color that if they want something, they will figure out how to do it. Uh, You know, for for Joe to, to say that. Blacks can't get lawyers and accountants. It's like, how many black lawyers and accountants do we have in this country? And right. uh, it, it's just one more one more stain on an already horrible, diabolical, horrific presidency so far from Joe Biden. Well, and David, it's it's so ridiculous, too, because look at how the left is manipulating terms. They can't even define what a, a man versus a woman is. And yet they want to call all of us racist. I mean, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. And so by their own definition of terms being meaningless, why should we care what they call us? We know the truth. I don't care what name I'm called on Twitter. I don't care if they try to cancel me on social media. They can call me all names in the book because guess what? I am still a woman who is made in the image of God. I am a truth teller and I know that that's all that matters. So I don't really care at all what they try to label me because they can't even get male versus female right. No, they can't. A man and a woman. They they continue to just want to shred everything and anything that has to do with real faith in God, our, our creator, uh, Yeshua. And uh, uh, it seems like the attack is on. We want to I want to get over to a Supreme Court decision in a minute as well. But before we get off of election integrity, what's taking place in Arizona? They're appar- they're apparently going to have the complete audit done by June uh, June twenty sixth. Uh, if that audit, or should I say, when that audit starts to prove that uh, there were issues with integrity and that and that Trump actually won Arizona, what can we expect to take place from that? Yeah, well, the American people uh, will continue to be outraged as well they should. This is a complete injustice. And also what we're seeing out of Georgia, which, by the way, John Solomon, who broke uh, that story late last night, is going to be on my show, Just the Truth, on Real America's Voice right at 6 p.m. Eastern. So definitely tune in for that. He's going to give us a lot more about the um, at least 100 batches of ballots that are mail-in that are just now missing. And it's really interesting when you go in and look and see uh, which particular batches those were and all of the information that he has uncovered, uh, this is now showing how we were absolutely correct to tell Georgia and the legislatures, again, in all of these states, you have to reclaim your delegates because your elections were irredeemably compromised. But obviously, David, they didn't do that. They didn't have a strong enough backbone to do that before December 7th uh, when the electoral uh, delegates were actually sent. Uh, and of course, they didn't have the backbone to do that before January 6th. And so at this point, Our process to select a president is that the Electoral College meets, they vote, and based on three USC, uh, it's the United States Code, Section 15. Yes, am I still here? You froze on me. You said the Electoral College needs to? Sure. So the Electoral College then uh, has to vote. And so what happens is that um, under our process, the Electoral College delegates, the certifications from the states under 3 USC 15, that's the Electoral Count Act, 
the certifications from the states, even though they were based on false information, that language says the certifications or what purport to be certifications are accepted by Congress, they're counted. And so under our process, our electoral college met. Unfortunately, Joe Biden is installed. So the only way that a sitting U.S. president can be removed constitutionally is through the impeachment and removal process. This means Every single American who cares about election integrity has to get out and vote in 2022, reclaim the House, make sure that we reclaim the Senate, and we have to pursue the path of impeachment of Biden and Harris based on the false certifications. And so that's the only way constitutionally and procedurally we can do that. And then, of course, the line of succession would trigger in the 25th Amendment. And the and then it would be, if that happens, the Speaker of the House, whoever that is, would become the President of the United States. That is the way that we get justice here. And we have to make sure that we aren't just so uh, frustrated with what happened in 2020 that we sit back and say, well, then fine, I'm never going to vote again unless we go back and correct it. Well, sometimes you lose the battle, but we can absolutely win this war and we can tell the Democrats, no, you're not going to get away with it. We will hold you accountable. We'll push through legislation. We will prosecute those who are held responsible and we will use the tools that our founders gave us because we are constitutionalists. We believe in the rule of law and that is true justice under law. Yes, that's what need that's what needs to take place. It's what must take place. We've got to a we've got to have confidence in our election proceedings. We've got to know that these states are actually going to make the adjustments and changes to either not use software that just more and more continues to come out that these Dominion machines and several machines were connected to the internet. Uh, we've got to make sure that uh, we don't have mass universal mail in ba- uh, ballots uh, for voting. We we can't have these things that are so ripe with. A potential fraud and uh, and then still have confidence in our elections. So I think we must get that done first. And then we've got to all get up and show out in uh, 2022 to make sure that we retake the House and the Senate. And I believe that we can. So on that report from John Solomon, I want to bring that back up here on that report from John Solomon. Uh, the uh, the documents expose significant election failures in the state's largest county, uh, missing more than 100 batches of ballots. I'm not sure how many ballots are in each batch, but for uh, for a state that was won by such a small margin, I think it was what twelve thousand votes. Uh, it sure seems like there's going to be enough information in there in what's already what's already taken place with these irregularities to show that uh, that Georgia should have actually gone to uh, should have gone to uh, Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. What else is John Solomon breaking? I know you're having him on your show tonight. There's supposed to be some other stuff. Can you leak anything? Give us any kind of a an inkling idea on what else may be coming out of Georgia? Yeah, well, you know, um, he he's also been talking to the Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who, um, of course, is now doing a complete 180 because initially, remember, he was the one who said, no, 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 this was safe and secure. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. He is now being confronted with facts, with proof, with evidence. And so he is doing a complete 180 and is saying, you know, wait a minute, it looks like uh, now this is actually uh, the certifications were not correct, you know, all of that. And of course, I'm paraphrasing, but he's having to do a complete 180. And so John Solomon's going to talk more about that tonight and also explain um, each of these batches. If you look at the math and you look at the numbers of exactly uh, how many ballots were in there and also uh, which particular batches were missing of these mail-in ballots, it absolutely shows that Donald Trump uh, did win the state of Georgia. And this is what's so frustrating is that um, we had such a very short time frame, and I have to keep emphasizing this, that the American people 
were new. I mean, we knew from November 3rd, but we had such a short time frame. And now yeah. that we have all of the evidence that is coming out, we are being proven right that when we told the state of Georgia, you better reclaim your delegates, they should have done that. So you, the American people, need to hold these state legislatures accountable to now put in legislation that this can never happen again. It's exactly what must happen. And I've got the tweet up here uh, that the uh, G- Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, uh, posted. Uh, I'll bring that up in just a second. First, a quick word from today's sponsors. Friends, if you like my show, if you love the news that I bring, uh, if you want to support me, a great way is to support yourself. Get yourself something nice over at MyPillow.com. Mike Lindell is a patriot. He's spending a ton of money uh, to try to help fight election integrity issues, and uh, he's been canceled all over the place. 25 big box stores have canceled him, and he's an American. He's got an American company. He employs over 2,500 people. They're not all Republicans or conservatives. He doesn't care, but he created the American dream. He deserves our support, and you deserve something nice from his bath sheets, uh, his bath towels, to his bed sheets, to his pillows, to his slippers. I'm actually wearing some right now. Get over to MyPillow.com and use that code TRUMP2020 because we're still believing that something amazing is going to come out of 2020. So get over to MyPillow.com and use that code TRUMP2020 when you do. All right, Jenna. So here's the text. Here's the tweet, or excuse me, from uh, uh, Brad, Brad uh, Raffensberger. The final tweet says, new revelations that Fulton County is unable to produce all ballot drop box transfer documents will be investigated thoroughly, as we have with other counties that failed to follow Georgia's rules and regulations regarding drop boxes. This cannot continue. So complete 180 there, as you said, mm-hmm. from uh, from Brad, who is not wanting to stand up for anything that, that even remotely looked like anything was wrong with the election. Can we expect this, do you think, from other states, other swing states, from Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania? Are other audits going to move forward in those states? And I'm sure they'll produce the same thing. What do you think we can expect? I hope so. I know that, uh, you know, again, all of these uh, state legislators that are meeting with Arizona to, to uh, look at what their process was and hopefully hopefully replicated in their state. I've been talking with uh, Senator Doug Mastriano, who, of course, is leading the fight uh, there in Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, he was one that went to Arizona uh, and there were a number of other states that have gone and met with them. So I hope that we'll see these audits. And again, when there's just one state that is willing to take the lead like Arizona did, and now you have all of this great investigative journalism and reporting done by our good friend, John Solomon, people are getting to the truth. And so they're not, these other states are not going to be able to hide anymore. They're going to have to do audits and the truth is going to have to come out. And we're going to show that people like Brad Raffensperger should not have been so quick to just say, oh no, we know that nothing happened or Bill bars and we know that nothing happened. They didn't investigate. They didn't talk to one person. They didn't read one piece of evidence that we gave them. And yet they were so confident. Well, the truth is coming out and the truth is going to make them do that 180. I think it will as well. And we so need it. Uh, So I know a lot of people out there have heard different things, have heard the president and you talk to him. How often do you speak to the president still? I know you talk to him every day, multiple times a day when you were on his staff. Now you're in a different position, but uh, you're still pretty close to the president. How is he feeling and doing during all this? 
Yeah, and I'm I'm really grateful to still uh, consider him a friend and still uh, be uh, an advisor as much as you know he calls me uh, to talk about things. And so I do speak with him quite frequently. And um, actually saw him last week, and he's doing really well. And you know, this is somebody I just love that Donald Trump is so pro America that yeah. anyone else in his position would just say, you know what, fine, peace out. I'm just you know I, I'm just going to go and live my life. He is still so committed to the American people, that he is still fighting for this. He is still the head of the Republican Party. His endorsements matter. He is still 100% involved in everything that he can. And I think we're going to see a great American comeback, and he's going to continue to make America great again. He just announced uh, two rallies that are upcoming in Florida and Ohio. I know the American people are going to be so happy about that. Um, I spoke with his new spokesperson, Liz Harrington, a very good friend of mine. I'm so excited that she's now in that role. So I think that the American people are seeing that President Trump is standing firm on what he always has. He is a strong leader and he is all for America first. And he is going to get to the bottom of this and he's going to continue to champion the audits and he is going to continue to follow that closely. So he's doing really well. Well, good. I, I love to hear that. And I love just hearing what you say, what you shared that I 100% believe as well. He loves this country. I mean, I, that's why I think, honestly, I believe God chose him to be the president in uh, 2016. I believe that that uh, Donald Trump felt the call, the urge, the nudge. Uh, and then I know he sought out a lot of faith leaders from all different backgrounds and denominations. He just sought out individuals to pray for him, to seek counsel and guidance. And anybody else, you're 100% right, anybody else in this kind of scenario that was bamboozled, that had an election stolen, that had to live through four years of absolutely degrading article after article, smear campaign, and then from Congress, the Russian hoax, all the, the Ukraine collusion, all the different things from being called a spy and somebody that's you know sleeping with Putin. I mean, just the disgusting stuff that he had to put up with. And then to end it off with him getting the election, I believe, again, my opinion, stolen from him, I think anybody else would have threw their hands up, went back to their multi-billion dollar lifestyle and just went and enjoyed the rest of their life and said, forget about it. But he loves this country too much to just continue to let it go the way of socialism, which is exactly where the left will take it if they had their way. And that's why he's such a phenomenal leader. And we still need leadership in this country because, you know, Joe Biden is not a leader. When you saw him walk off that stage, the G7 summit, he was dead last. And so that was such a visual image of America last. And this country knows that Donald Trump is still the leader of our nation. He may not be in the Oval Office, but he is still the one that we are all looking to for leadership, for strength, for America first policies. And thankfully, there are people still in Congress, still in other branches of government and also still all of the phenomenal judges that he appointed to the federal bench who are originalists, who will continue to make sure that, uh, like the Supreme Court decision today, unanimous, shockingly, supporting yes. religious freedom. Uh, these are all things that are so good that would not have happened but for Donald Trump. And so I am so grateful that he is continuing to be so pro-America and America first. He is still the leader. We still 100% support Donald Trump. And I think it's wonderful that he's still in the game. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. And I'm thankful when I get to hear from individuals like you that are still so close to him to hear that he is not giving up. If anything, I think he's put the pedal to the metal. He's pushing hard to uh, reclaim America's greatness. And that's not going to happen underneath Joe Biden. 
Uh, final thoughts. I know I'm on your show. Uh, just the yes. just the new, just the truth, right? Just the news. Yes. I, just the truth. Just the just truth. The truth. It was actually yeah, kind of a play news. off of a, off of John's just the news, you know. So, but we're just the truth, and so that'll be at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight on Real America's Voice, and then of course streaming on the podcast side on the Just the News platform. Uh, but really excited to have you and also our good friend Yako Buyans on tonight, along with John Solomon. We're going to have the Project Veritas uh, Ivy Heckler. She's going to be on tonight, which is going to be a phenomenal interview, and then also. Um, the ADF attorney who uh, actually argued the case in front of the Supreme Court for uh, religious liberty that was that unanimous nine to zero decision. That's going to be amazing uh, tonight as well. So really excited about that. And also have to, uh, to also say, David, if you want to still continue to support election integrity, the Election Integrity Alliance is a centralized hub of all of our allies who throughout the nation are supporting election integrity. We have boots on the ground to actually support this legislation. We have so many different contacts through so many wonderful organizations like the Heritage Foundation uh, and all of these others that are supporting and working for election integrity. So if you want to help and you also want to uh, be alerted of what's going on, because you know the mainstream media is not going to tell you, sign up for our news alerts. Go to AmericanGreatnessFund.com. The Alliance is a project under the American Greatness Fund. And I'm so blessed to have a wonderful board, including Bernie Carrick, Sebastian Gorka, Ken Paxton out of Texas. Uh, so we have a lot of support and we are going to continue for the president working hard for election integrity. Yes, and I've got that website up there for those that uh, are for all the viewers, not the listeners, but uh, from fair, f- free and fair elections, the U.S. Constitution, the rule of law, the Electoral College, uh, the the uh, pioneer power. Uh, plenary power, excuse me, of legislatures to govern election law and the God-given right of the people to self-govern. That's absolutely what we all need. We all need to get over there. I signed up for that today myself. Uh, I heard you sharing that on uh, on uh, Seb Gorka's show. And I said, I want to I want to be in the know. So make sure share that website again. So it's AmericanGreatnessFund.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at uh, American Greatness Fund and also throughout social media. Uh, But definitely go to the website, sign up for those news alerts. And uh, we're very proud to support election integrity and champion the efforts to make it easy to vote, hard to cheat. That's it. That's what we all need. If we don't have fair and free and honest elections, we don't have a country. We're being ran by elites that can do whatever the heck they want. And that is not the American way. Jenna Ellis, thank you, sister, so much for joining me today. God bless you. I know you got an event this weekend in Florida. I just got back from there. But thank you for everything that you're doing, for standing up for the freedoms, religious liberties, for faith in our country, and standing up for President Donald Trump. We cannot wait to get him back. And I've heard him say it. I believe it. I've said it. I think we need to get election integrity. We need to win back the House and the Senate in 2022 and then have a triumphant return of the return of Donald Trump in 2024. Does that sound about right? Oh, that sounds about right. He did so much in his first term, but he has a lot more coming. So thanks so much, David. I'm looking forward to seeing you on my show tonight. You're the best. Absolutely, Jenna. Thank you so much, sis. God bless you. God bless you, too. All right, friends, please share this message. So many people want to know what's going on with election integrity. They need to know the truth, the facts, and they need to hear exactly how we're going to get Donald J. Trump back in the Oval Office. Again, please get over to MyPillow.com. And if you like my shirt, go go to DavidHarrisJr.store. We need freedom from Fauciism. This shirt just dropped today. Go find yourself some nice merch over there at DavidHarrisJr.store. Thank you so much, friends. God bless you. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. My name is David J. Harris, Jr., 
Join me and millions of Americans around the country as we embrace liberty and freedom. This is the David J. Harris Jr. Show.